three, two, scooby doobly doo. Say that wherever the light shines, there is also shadow. So I will not forget the memory of those words you spoke long ago. No, I thought I finally found some true strength. My weakness killed the flame once again. But the spark inside my mind will not die. It's burning bright, and as it slowly grows, my soul has. Coming in, Naruto Shippuden Deska. Shippuden Deska? Shippuden Deska, Benel, Herden Molson. Benny G, how you doing, fam? I'm doing good, bro. Just came <laughs> off of uh, doing the birthday party show yesterday. Very Ooh. funny. Very fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Whose birthday uh, was it? Good show coming up. It was a little boy named Gavin. Oh. His favorite uh, wrestler was Cody Rhodes. Mm, well, it sucks to be him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Adrenaline in the, the soul. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. Adrenaline in my soul. They made a new belt oh. just for me, I guess. That's literally, literally what they did. As far as I know, so as, far as I can tell, they literally made a new belt for this guy. This is how which fucking I stupid WWE is. Okay, this is how yeah. fucking dumb they are. This doesn't even have to do with the fact that we hate WWE, which we do. But so instead of just having Cody or Sami Zayn beat Roman and therefore have the title to defend, uh, around. Since Roman's not around enough to defend his title, they made a new world title for a guy who's going to be around to defend it. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. man. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Deeper I get into this business, the more I realize that it's uh, wrestling is not about. Yeah, no, it's just wrestling's not about wrestling. Wrestling is about other shit. Guess. Wrestling is like the least part of wrestling. What are you, Max Landis? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Make yeah, an hour long video called Marilyn Citizen Wrestling. You know, I, I, <laughs> you know, except I'm not a sex pest, so yeah. I'm well, not, yeah. Yeah. I'm Max you know Landis. what sucks? I'm, Max, not a nepo- yeah. I'm not a nepotistic sex pest, so yeah. <laughs> you know what sucks? Wrestling isn't wrestling was a great video. It um, was. It's the only good thing he's ever done. Chronicle Have you was seen good. Those movies? 
He's on off. I thought Chronicle was good. Hmm. Was it was it good because he wrote on it, but or was it good because John Trask knew, knew what he was doing? I can't answer that question. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, even if Max Landis was good at his job, it wouldn't change the fact that he's an epististic sex pest. So yeah, that that wouldn't change it. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers like the act. The motherfuckers like the uh, the, the anti Max Brooks. Mm. Word. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the anti Max Brooks. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Wrestling yeah. is not so. Okay, let's talk about nothing to do with pro wrestling. Let's talk about something more fun with WWE instead of their them making a belt for a guy who's not Roman, so that someone Roman B can have the belt and pretend they're the world champion while Roman's not around. The not not, not Roman belt is basically what it is. Yeah, the anyone but Roman belt. Um. Yep. There's a lawsuit, but now. That's a great lawsuit. <laughs> the alleged racism against the WWE. It's alleged racism. I feel like this lawsuit should be like if brought in front of the judge, it'd be like, uh, "We believe WWE is racist," and the judge would be like, "Do you have proof?" And then they'll just show them WWE programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I just the love the judge per- would be like, and this is the stuff that you, that made it to air. Okay. Right. Just want, just want to check. This is the racist stuff that you guys are okay with. I I, mm. I just love the progression okay. of it. Like it's the pro- it's like it's a comedic yeah. progression. It well, wasn't the it first? It starts from. It starts from hey, I'm not comfortable with this white man capturing this black man and beating him up and putting him in a cage. Well, no, that's the th- that's the thing. It starts with. Okay, so uh, was it Brittany Abraham? Included dialogue written yeah. for Bianca Belair, you know, who's supposed to be like a strong black female, like you know, idol for the the fans out there. Um, they wrote dialogue for Bianca Belair that included Belair saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass," which Bianca also didn't want to say, but they kept trying to make her say it over and over again, trying to wear her down for weeks. Um. You know what's great about it? It's like a, they hired this woman to write dialogue for this wrestler. And then they go like, oh, this dialogue is great, but let's put some more racism in it. This is, they kept putting it in. They She took it out. Yes. And then they kept putting it in so that they could be racist. That's... Yeah. I mean, that's commitment. That's commitment to the game. I. They just you know want to... They wanted to put Bianca Belair in a cartoon-shaped box. Because it's the yeah. only way they can understand black in, women. In a racist... A caricature of a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, don't make me take off my earrings. I appreciate it. Which is the thing about that. That's, like, bad, but that's, like, the type of bad that I could definitely understand. Right? Like, I could, I have, like, I have, like, I probably have, like, fucking, I probably know, like, no, like, I probably, like, know old people who would, like, think like this, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you mean these old white men that that are uh, at the top of the fucking... Food chain that think that this is how black women act. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah definitely. I could, yeah. I could that, okay, that's that's the, that's, that's, that's the point. You, I, I, yeah, I see your point. But then we progress. So then another pitch was for Apollo Cruz's character using the heavy Nigerian accent, which, by the way, that did get through because he did do that for a year. 
And I remember people defending it, saying, like, well, at least he has a character. I remember that was a thing people yep. would say. Yep. <laughs> well, Kofi yep. did an accent. At least he has a character now, and he gets to be on TV. All right, cool. Okay. Great. 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 Um, and then an idea uh, for okay. sure. Shane Thorne to have a hunting gimmick where he would capture Reggie, and he, Reggie would continually escape. They wanted Shane Thorne to hunt a black man as a weekly gag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yep. to progress further, because Rule of Threes ain't good enough, a story with Mansoor where he would have a secret. What's that secret? Oh, God. That Mansoor, who was Saudi Arabian, <laughs> was that he was behind the 9-11 attacks. Banal. Mansoor is 27 years old. <laughs> that means he would have had to have planned the 9-11 when he was five. <laughs> that would mean he did 9-11 when he was five. Mansoor doing 9-11 is... I don't think I've laughed or written something that hard this year. Also, Mansoor's from California. Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. He did 9-11 in California when he was five. <laughs> Shane Thorne just, like, hunting black people. Get in the cage, Reggie! Get in your cage, mate. I know Monso was trained by Dory Funky wrestled in Hood Slam. <laughs> Bro. How, like, how insane do you have to be that okay. you look at, a you look at, like, a brown man in their fucking 20s, and you're like, yeah, you did 9-11. <laughs> like, 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 they're more, like, that's, like, every fucking mm. Middle Eastern person to you just could have done 9-11. Like, you look at, like, a five-year-old fucking... Saudi Arabian kid, and you're like, he was there. <laughs> like, what type of world do you do you live in, bro? Where that's where your mind goes 22 years after the fact. God, that's so fucking funny. Uh, God, that's so fucking funny. Literally unbelievable. It's cartoonishly racist. Like, I almost, like, I almost wouldn't think this is true. Almost, if it wasn't this company, I would almost think that Brittany Abrams made all this shit up. Because <laughs> it's, it's so. The Shane Thorne, the thing is, the progression is so believable. The Bianca Belair thing definitely happened. The Apollo Crews thing did happen. And then the Shane Thorne and, and Mansoor things. You're like, oh yeah, these are the type of people we're dealing with. God fucking damn it. That made me so happy. <sighs> that, that makes me so happy. I hate this company. So much, but it, I forgot. I forgot that that's in the deposition, and we're like, yeah. The fact of the matter is, nobody's talking about it. There's no news stories about it. Everyone's just shrugs their shoulders and go, "Yep, checks out." Mm-hmm. Y'all want to go see Raw this weekend? No. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? Cool. Have. A great time, guys. Have a great time. 
y'all want to go? Like, and people still invite me to watch WWE yeah. at fucking bars and shit. And like, you gotta, like, tell people, like, nah. Nah, fam. They, at this point, they know better than to, they should know better than to ask me, but they still do. Hey, bro, you never watch New Japan. I don't even want, yeah, I don't even want New Japan. <laughs> You're out here. You, you just watch Tokyo Doshi Pro. That's literally the only. Thing I think I that's watch. it. Actually, you don't watch it. You don't even watch. It. <laughs> you like peek into Noah I mean, now I, and then, but I'll jump. I'll jump into Impact. Oh, you watch DDT. Oh yeah, you've been watching Impact. That's yeah. right. I've been watching Impact. Uh, ROH. I've also been following and AEW. I watch every week. Yeah, you do watch AEW, uh, but I just don't. You're not I into AEW. Takes on AEW. You're not into AEW as much as a lot of people are, though. Dude, I refuse to have takes about AEW. <laughs> I refuse to have takes. I refuse. Yeah. I may like the things they do. I may not like the things they do, but I'm not going to tell anybody anything I think about AEW because I refuse to have takes. <laughs> uh, refuse to have fucking takes yeah. about this fucking company who does good to great pro wrestling. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Pretty 90% much. of the time, their stuff is good. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, good, good to great. That's it. That's, that's for all. the most part. Good to great. And then there's some like really excellent some... stuff every now and then. Then some some really bad yep. stuff every now and then. But just Americans just don't know what wrestling is, and they constantly they've made the show dumber. Like AEW used to be wrestling, and now it's still wrestling. Don't get me wrong. It just used to be. I don't want to say smarter. No, it, it does feel like they. To, it feels like they have been dumbing down the storytelling recently. They, yeah, they assume that the audience that watches wrestling, like even like the adult audience that watch wrestling, were able to pick up nuance and like they don't need, need to be spoon fed everything. And they realize very quickly uh, that no, the fucking adult audiences of rest, of wrestling are stupid. <laughs> like the advertisers are right. Like they're dumb hicks. <laughs> and should be treated as such. Like, wrestling fans are stupid, and they're not well-educated, and they're poor. And we should treat them badly, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you sound like MJF. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, he's got some points, you He's saying? not wrong. But also, did you know he was Jewish? I didn't know he was Jewish. Mm, he likes to bring it up. Mm. He, he brings it up. Salt of the earth, that guy. Um, Salt of the earth, that guy. Well, yeah, I'm fine. Listeners, can you I, tell I, that we we're only doing one episode today? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're only doing one episode. We're filling up. We're filling up space. It's kind of my bad. Oh, Lost you. Oh, yeah, it's all good, bro. But do you care? Or see if Punk comes back or not? I don't. Um, shit, really. do that's a good question. I think yes, I do care. Like in the in the in the like, I care in that like if you asked me, do I have a preference? I would say yeah, I would prefer him to come back. But at this point, it's not even really for the CM Punkness of it. Like, it's not for it's not for kayfabe. Like I, now, it's become like a weird car wreck. Like now, it's like I want him to come back because, like, I want to like watch a lion and a gazelle in a cage. You know, right. or it's not really like a lion and a gazelle. Yeah. I want to watch like a lion uh, and a jaguar put in a cage together. Like before, like I, <laughs> it's like yo. Do you want to watch a lion, like, just, like, chill and do lion stuff? 
like I used to, but now I want him to be in a cage with a jaguar. <laughs> you know what I mean? I see what you mean. Like I don't. <laughs> uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I don't want to. I'm not. I, I'm not watching Punk in AW for the kayfabe, even like the the great MJF story or whatever other potential great stories or matches he could have. Because let's face it, his body's broken down anyway. Like as much as like all the punks. I mean. It's funny, he used to be my favorite wrestler at a certain point, but, like, the people who, like, yeah. drink his Kool-Aid are delusional at this point. Yeah. No, hey. Like, even if you're being completely unfair on CM Punk's side, there's no getting around the fact that even if everything was booked to suck his dick completely perfectly, his body would have broken down both times he won the title. Yeah, no matter how much of his dick you suck, he, his body would have failed you twice. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's not pretend he's great Muda. Like, I mean, okay, at this point, he's a draw. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at this point, he's a draw. Yeah, like that's a he cuts great thing. promos. The thing what he, he brings is money, and he has he has great matches. He, but like he, his body can't keep up with the top tier of he, AW. He can. There's no way he can hang week to week. And this is what I, this was my concern before he beat Hangman the first time, was can he physically hang a top AEW tier week in and week out? Not can he have, and and, and I was proven right in hindsight that he can't. Like, yeah, just physically speaking. To, yeah, and that's fine, and that's hard for an athlete to, yeah. to reckon with. That's hard for any athlete to reckon with that you can't hang. Week to week, and you're not. But here's the thing: if you're the attractor, you're not supposed to hang week to week. MJF is fucking right. Yeah, you're just, you're the star attraction. People should pay to see you wrestle. You don't wrestle week to week. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it, do it that with first, a baby face, though. It's hard, yeah, you can't. It's really, hard to do that with. You can't really do it with a baby face, and also he had to get the ring rust off in his first run. So like, they had yeah. to get they had to get him ring time in the first run, right? I think now like, maybe I, TK like will play a little more conservatively, and he's Punk's not going to be a babyface to everybody this time. I don't think so. And that and that should be easy. That much like it, I if I was if I was TK, I just like yo, we're bringing you back as a heel, and fuck everyone up. Just be like let Danielson be the fucking veteran babyface, and let Punk be the veteran heel. And there you go. Well, but Danielson's doing heel shit right now. The BCC are big heels right now. I know. They're, they're kicking ass as heels, too. Fucking yeah. Moxley. Moxley doesn't... You notice that Moxley stopped talking, right? <laughs> because he was um, like, I don't need to be a baby. Well, he... he, he they just, uh, yeah, not as much. He doesn't talk as much. You're right. Yeah. They let him, He's like, hey, Brian, want to be mouth, mouthpiece? I'm tired of carrying this fucking company on my back. I'm only one to do trio shit. Yeah. Shout out to Mox. I mean, he had Shout a, out to fucking Mox had his Tanahashi wrestler. Mox. He, Mox had his wrestler of the year run last year. Yeah, right. He won wrestler Shout of the year. To, now he's taking. Yeah, he beat Tanahashi and took his place. He took his power. <laughs> he's taking a step back now. Last year and was yeah, Mox's he, year. Now he's taking a step back. Yeah, got to put over Hangman. He's gonna put over Omega in the cage. Absolutely yeah. gonna put over Omega in the cage. Yeah. Uh, you know, gotta put over Wheeler if I if I'm if I'm smart, I'm putting over Wheeler. I really I've really enjoyed Wheeler's role in this heel faction as being like the little the, the little dog who picks up the pieces. The little shithead picks the spots. Uh, yeah. yeah, 
I'm excited for him to get to for Brother Greatness to get his win back against Wheeler. That's uh that's important for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Claudio finally being booked like a serious monster, fucking finally. Yeah, Just like for real. the power the the absolute powerhouse of the group. Yeah, yeah, honestly, and as his his ROH one's really good too. Like people are not giving are are sleeping on it because nobody watches ROH. Yeah, I, I even I have it's been really watching good. it. I did yeah. see Gringo yeah, Loco versus Vikingo, by the way. I see, oh, how I, did you enjoy it? I loved it, bro. I swooped in for that one. Uh, I've been like, I, it's so nice to watch authentic Mexican Lucha Libre. It's funny TV. saying that about someone like Gringo Loco, but yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> what? Gringo Loco's okay, a luchador look. as far as I'm concerned. Yes, no, he's a luchador according to every other luchador in the world. Yeah, he's uh, a, he, like, like no, the motherfucker trained. Like, you're a luchador if you go to Mexico and get trained in Mexico. Yeah. That's what makes you a luchador. Technically, I'm not even a luchador. I mean, yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah. Loco <laughs> Loco's a fantastic psychosis. Absolutely. He works so well in that in that spot. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just happy that they're letting guys like K- Commander and Vikingo and Galistico and fucking Rush actually do just Lucha Libre shit. Yeah. Ah, uh, people. Yep. Uh, and Americans are uh, no, some Ameri- like most of the this is vibing to it. Stupid people hate it because stupid people hate lucha libre. But even though they, you know, oh, I don't like it. It's different. I don't look at this. It's a different psychology. I don't thing. like it. My favorite fucking thing is the uh, <laughs> people in in the business who's like, uh, that's not you know that shit doesn't make any sense. It's not psychology, and then they go work a barn. In Iowa for thirteen people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, those guys—they don't know how to work, man. They really don't. They only do. They're only working Tuesdays through Thursdays in front of four hundred people um, feeding their families. Anyway, how's your shoot job going? <laughs> oh, he's just a spot monkey. Uh, uh, there's you know, no he, storytelling to it. He, he looks. You know, oh, he looks stupid just waiting for the guy uh, you're right uh anyway so the spot we're gonna i need to whip you off uh you know just whip me off and uh then i'll whip you off stand in the middle and take the shoulder tackle do a, yeah i'll do it up and over where like i whip you off and then you jump over me and then i slide underneath you in perfect in perfect harmony we were watching. And then we touch each other. We were watching Dax Harwood and Jeff Jarrett wrestle on Dynamite. Yeah. And you know we, well you're low on Dax, but the it was like me, Zach, and Krupp and the gang. We were watching, and Krupp was a big Dax fan. We all we all enjoyed Dax. We're watching this match though, and there you know it's a Dax versus Jeff Jarrett match. They're having like the most American match in history, right? Right. And Jeff Jarrett goes to give him the old slingshot into the corner. And Krupp just goes, that shit looks so fake. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it did. Like, he slingshot him and Dax had to jump up into it. And it's like... But that's, like, such an American yeah. spot. It's like, nobody, like... And, yeah, they did, you're right. They yeah, did all the, they did all the, the uh, yeah, the up and overs, the drop down stuff in the beginning. And all the same that. shit Americans yeah. do, but they have no problem with it. Because, you know, they... Because uh, they... They liked wrestling when they were seven, so like that's the wrestling. They also botched part of it. In the, consider it. 
They also, yeah, I, think, I don't know who fucked up. I'm going to assume, everyone's going to assume it's Jared because people like Dax more, but I think, I they bought far of that match. I, I mean, that. it wasn't that good. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Jared got blown up. I mean, Jared's in great shape for a man his age, but he got blown up. And I'm usually all about Jeff Jarrett matches, but I think that's why they put him in tags. And but usually Jarrett doesn't do that much. That's yeah, the that's thing. the thing. He, that's why they put him in tags and working Orange Cassidy. Dax was having a Dax. Have Dax was having a classic Dax singles match where he does shit. <laughs> like, well, yeah. His fucking Bret Hart work rate match. <laughs> and Jared got blown up. It is like a... So, yeah. I don't want to shit on Dax, because I like Dax. I'm not shit on Dax either. I'm just... Like- what, my point is, though, is that people aren't going to, like, shit on that match for the same reasons. I'm... I'm, I'm no. I'm, I'm echoing your point. Yeah. I guess what you mean is, yeah. It's like, oh, when Americans do it, then it's fine. When Americans do unbelievable shit that doesn't make any sense, it looks fake and hokey. Oh, it doesn't make sense. But when no one's gonna, it, yeah. No one's gonna back on the slingshot spot because it's not flashy. If it can't go doing you know what, you know what I flips don't. for no reason, people will bag on because like, why do you have to do an extra flip? He didn't because it looked cool. That's why. <laughs> Fucking right. But here's the thing: it's like but the one thing I get that gets up my ass about that is like, oh, he's just looking at him. I'm like, yeah, because he he's putting his opponent's safety. It. Head of the uh, unreality of the spot. Yes. He needs to look at the fucking guy so he can measure the distance to catch him because otherwise he's going to drop the motherfucker on his head. So he's yeah. being safer. And I'm sorry that that destroys your fucking sense yep. of your, your disbelief. <laughs> but I'd rather he go home to his wife and kids <laughs> than someone... Than, than a guy pretending to punch or something. I don't know. Listen, the more flashy, cool shit, if you want to, in order to pull off the flashier stuff, there has to be a little bit more leeway to, for like it to not look completely realistic. And I think yeah. some people don't want to budge on this. And they want all, the, if you want all your wrestling to look completely realistic, then you're boring. I don't know. Like fucking have, have a sense of her. What? Have a sense Literally of variability. Watch MMA. Like, <laughs> There, there is a, there is wrestling that is realistic. It's called catch wrestling. Go watch that. Look, I watched the that's pure. What was it? Realistic. I watched a. Well, there was a pure match on Ring of Honor that I watched. Uh, yeah, Willie Yuta and Tracy Williams. Something yeah, like that. That was great. And I, I enjoyed that. I like yeah, when, I like the quote unquote realistic shit too, right? Or when I watch Gresham and Mike Bailey on Impact, they're not having a pure rules match, but they're having a wrestling wrestling match, right? And I enjoy that shit too, but I'm like, people are super hyped when Vikingo shows up because you know he's gonna do some wild shit. It's watching. It's like literally watching wrestling with the special bar filled up. Sometimes you want to watch that. Yeah. Sometimes you want to see niggas spam, spam finishers. Yeah. And that's that's we gotta allow that in wrestling. We gotta allow. I can't. I can't look because I've seen the all wrestling wrestling shows and they're boring as shit. And they never make any money. <laughs> Honestly, they never make any money. You know Let's what? Be fucking real. You know what? Gabe understood. Let's, I want to say, Sapolsky. Even Gabe understood the uh, that you need variability on your shows, yeah. right? That's why he would have like he would have his like you know catch point matches, but he would also bring in his brawlers and he'd bring in the high flyers and he'd bring in you know whatever he would he because he would need to switch it up. He knew. It. <laughs> 
He knew. He, it was like, like an Obi Thatcher grapple fests. He'd have to bring he, in everyone people. knows this. Everyone yeah. knows this. Yeah. If people really like, honestly, it, like for real, people really thought that like, oh, suit style or like hard hitting pro wrestling was the key, then no would be the greatest company in the world. It'd be it'd beat yeah. New Japan, right? It yeah. beat New Japan. Yeah, Noah, Noah actually does that shit, yeah. Noah does that shit, and nobody watches it. You know why? Because it, the entire card can't. Yep. <laughs> because how many of the guys are actually good at it? Like, seven. Yeah. Nakajima, Kano, it, it's like, Shizaki. Yeah, Kano, Nakajima. Well, not even... Like, Shizaki's Shizaki's arm is falling off. He's cooked. So, yeah, I mean, Segura's old now. Like, yeah. people, people <laughs> act like, oh, like, oh, man, that, like... If that was true, then you then UWF uh, UWF would fucking be the biggest yeah promotion from all time. That's never never makes money. No. It never makes money. So, no. so let's let's pretend that we don't like bullshit in our, our pro wrestling. I love bullshit in my pro wrestling, and I want my pro wrestling to have more bullshit in it. Yeah, I mean, Vikingo's a huge star. He's been the biggest star in wrestling yeah, the last three right. months. So. And and people are losing their minds every time he shows up, and he's actually you know moving, moving the needle on. <laughs> yeah, of course he things. is. So uh, I think people need to understand what the fuck an actual draw is, and uh, yeah, fucking stop talking about shit they have no idea. You need to know what an actual fucking draw is, and like what actually makes money, what doesn't. And I don't think we have that conversation enough. Yeah, we don't have that conversation. Like, okay, what actually makes money in the business, and what doesn't make money in the business. Yeah. Say what you will, WWE makes money in the business. You know why Vikingo is a draw? Is because people know now when he shows up, they're going to see some shit they never saw before. That's and that's an experience true. you can't replicate. You can't replicate yeah, and, that. <laughs> and when you see, and like when he's off shows and the show is, makes less money, and then when he's on show and the show makes more money, that's how you know that someone's a draw. <laughs> That's yeah. when you know someone's a draw. Nobody wants to ever fucking do that math. Hangman's been off the show for two weeks. If he comes back and there's a ratings bump for his segments, then he's a draw. I like that no one's bringing that up either. That's been suspiciously quiet about the ratings have been down since Hangman's not been around. And it's like... If certain people aren't on the show and the ratings are down, and then that person shows up on the show and the ratings are up, if someone's not on the show and the gate is low... Oh, but then someone's on that show next month, and the gate is high. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't understand why this is hard math. <laughs> well, I really been... don't get. I really don't get why people why this is difficult for people to understand. I, I fucking miss Hangman. What's he up to? Is he taking time off with his family? Eye injury. I think it's. it's eye injury but he's selling. Story I, he's selling a storyline. But the, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's selling a storyline, and then like the Takeshi is probably gonna get taken out with BCC. I don't think he's gonna turn on BC on the elite. Kenny doesn't doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't. I think that I think what happened last week is like they BCC just takes out Takeshita, and then Hangman comes in. Yeah, I think so too. I kind of feel bad for Takeshita though. You know, the story is clearly supposed to be Hangman, Omega, and the Bucks against these four assholes, right? But like, that's not. Gonna, yeah. I think the so the I think Double or Nothing is going to be just Omega and Danielson in a singles for the U.S. and then maybe a trios or something. I don't know. For like, what do you think? Like for Vendor, it's and then no, I think they're going to do Blood and we're going to because we're coming up on May, we're coming up on Blood and Guts 
Probably for all, <laughs> well, probably for all in. Um, but Bowling Gus has always been on TV, though. Remember? Oh, that's true. So I think I it's gonna be just switch I, it up and just like well, I might could. just do a blood and guts. Yeah, a blood and guts for the pay per view. That would be a big enough marquee match. I mean, yeah, but Omega and Danielson's a big match. That is true. So, to me, those are the two big places we're going. Is Omega Danielson? Uh, remember, they have they have like three big shows coming. They have Wembley. They have All Out. They have Double Nothing. Wembley. All uh, All Out. Right. And Forbidden, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door in a four in a, so, in a four month span. Yeah, Wembley. That's like a lot of houses. Wembley. That's a lot of houses. Wembley and All Out are both in August, though. That's true. And I think Forbidden Door's right ends in June, and then uh, Double or Nothing is before that. Yeah, my prediction is Omega Danielson at Double or Nothing, uh, Blood and Guts after that on TV, and then Forbidden Door. We're not even really. I think Forbidden Door is not even. It's going to be like Osprey Omega or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to think that far ahead because this feud is still kind of hot. So it's hard to think past it, but. Um. Anyway, we should probably talk about Naruto at some point, huh? Yeah, let's talk about Naruto. We've been talking about wrestling. Though this is Gate episode, long, <laughs> short episode. But let's get back, yeah. back into it. Thank you guys for sticking to for a mini talking smart. Yeah, episode, it really has been. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, episode three five nine. Starting off with Tachi receiving a promotion from the. Council of Konoha and becoming com- captain of his own Anbu squad at only 13 years old. The youngest captain of the Anbu in history! He's like the Randy uh, Orton of Anbu captains. Yes. Atachi hears voices in his head. He's the, he's the Tyler Bates of, of <laughs> Anbu captains. Except, you know, yeah, except he's gonna do something with his life. <laughs> Uh, we can only dream. Talk right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, fucking, uh, Tashi asked if it means that Itachi will be transferred to Lord Donson's Ambu to lead his new team, and Kakashi warns Itachi to keep clear of the political intrigues that the higher-ups have going on while, uh, while being the captain of his new Ambu squad. Not gonna happen. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. I don't know. Uh, Kakashi, Kakashi and I until continue to discuss Itachi as Yugan arrives uh, as Itachi's replacement in Team Row. Meanwhile, Ichiya continues to strengthen their efforts by buying more guns. <laughs> so Yugao is the purple-haired girl who's yeah is the dates um Ninja who gets killed. Yep. Uh, apparently, she also she looked up to Kakashi a lot. As I mean, a lot of ninjas probably would. He's so cool. Yeah, uh, obviously. You think Kakashi ever hit that on the side? No, absolutely before not. before she got with what's his name. I don't think yeah, so either. Because uh, I don't think I don't not. think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah, Kakashi I mean, doesn't. I think he could. Kakashi doesn't bang could. other ninjas. I don't think. No, he bangs civilians. Like, yeah, he, he just, bangs like, civilians. On the rag. That man. That that man. Uh, that, that man has his head <laughs> screwed on straight. He he doesn't uh he doesn't show what he eats. No. Make sure that like keeps keeps these two worlds separate. 
I think also ever since Ren, right? Yeah, ever since Ren, he's, yeah. he's not he's not gonna. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Not, he, he's not gonna do that. No. Uh, let's see. Itachi reports that there's dissatisfaction amongst the Akia and at an all all time high. And Saratori briefs Kakashi that the Komaha security barrier has been compromised until Kakashi look into it. His investigation leads into the Uchiha, the Uchiha district. The very same. Now, who could possibly be slipping past this barrier? It's Obito. Obito pops oh. in and out of the Uchiha district pretty regularly. <laughs> You're on the ball today, Benel. <laughs> yep. Sharp as attack. Yeah, it's definitely Obito. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Guy drops in at the academy where Naruto and Sasuke uh, are being children at each other. Yeah. Very good description. Uh, Kakashi asks Guy to take a walk with him in the Uchiha district, and for some reason, everything is blue. <laughs> okay, alright. So, I don't... This is such a weird directional I choice. Don't, no, I don't think it's a directional choice. I think someone fucked up. You think so? Um, yeah, I think someone fucked up, and... This feels like it's not, a choice. It's not, it's not filmed as a choice, because there's, huh. it doesn't appear anywhere else in the... Show. But it only happens so. when they enter the Uchiha district and it stops when they leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think whoever was in charge of this didn't color grade this correctly. And so this is what that's what premiered on the Huh. The show. Uh, yeah, so I mean, fuck, someone someone fucked up and the, the, they did not color grade that right. Just the Uchiha section though specifically? Yeah, just that section. Oh. I mean, because I don't know what they were going for otherwise. Like, were they trying to make it's Because, like, well, the whole point is that Kakashi is scouting out the Uchiha district as part of the mission. But he invites Guy just to, like, as basically, like, a a cover. He's making it look like he's just hanging out with his friend, giving Guy a tour. So this guy's never been here. Yeah, I mean, if you can hear the pitter patter of the it, rain, I don't think this. I don't think this is purposeful. I think someone just fucked up. Okay, it's very possible. Um, yeah, but as you were saying, uh, Kakashi flashes back uh, to dropping in on Obito as he was having an intimate moment with a picture, uh, and then they continue to do a tour around the Uchiha district while Guy is getting uh, delicious rice cakes. Mm-hmm. Kakashi's one. Wandering around, followed by the security forces. I mean, yeah, they're watching Kakashi, like, kind of, you know, as which makes sense. But Kakashi's just innocently guiding his friend Guy around, and Guy's having a blast. He's like a kid at the fucking fair. He's like, dude, I've <laughs> never been to this part of town. This is awesome. And Kakashi says in his real um, sombering, uh, edgy way, he's just like, I used to come here years ago. <laughs> referring to when Obito was alive this flashback yep. of Obito grossly making out with a picture of Rin reminds, I just want to remind everybody this is the man who stirred the pot of this show yeah <laughs> I was kinda, I it was brings it all the way rem- back yeah I also kind of want to remind everyone I also kind of want to remind everyone that uh <sighs> Uh, I also kind of want to remind everyone that uh, fucking 
what was I about to say? Literally, I had a great joke, and it's gone. Obito, it's gone forever. P- kissing the picture, Bren. Obito, kissing the picture, Bren. What the fucking talking about? A uh, guy in the Uchiha district. Guy in the Uchiha district. It's kid at a fair. Kakashi's sad. He hasn't been here in years since Obito was alive. So he thinks. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Brilliant joke. Well, let me replace. Let me replace your joke with this yeah. gross sentence. Go ahead. Never forget that Obito created all the bad events that happened in Naruto, all for a little bit of that Rin Bussy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he couldn't get the Rin Bussy. And then, well, that's the thing. She died, so she he never. Right. No one got that red bussy. Nobody got that red bussy. Nobody got that red bussy. And he, then he, and he put that shit on a pedestal. Sexual frustration. That was Honestly, his problem. Yeah, I think it, was like, it might just be that Obito was sexually frustrated. Yeah. If only uh, there was another Kunoichi out there to give him a handy. Unfortunately, there's no Kunoichis in this uh, in the Uchiha. Uh, there aren't any Kunoichis in the Uchiha. All <laughs> there's dudes. Like, there's like three of them, but we never see them. All, all the you know, all the Uchiha's are dudes. Well, Itachi has a girlfriend. Wait, she does? Yeah, it's mentioned earlier, but she's never. Bring, you know, this is Naruto. We don't bring up women here. But it's mentioned earlier on that Itachi literally had a girlfriend. Like he killed his own girlfriend in part of the Jesus. massacre. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, Itachi had a girlfriend, bro. If you're like Man, one of, I mean, if you're like one of three chicks in this village, what are your yeah, options? You, it's like him and yeah, Shishi. Right? <laughs> and then everyone else is like a dickhead. Like all the other Juji is a dickhead more. <laughs> yeah, you're either dating Itachi or Shisui if you're one of the three ladies left. So Itachi joins Kakashi at the Chia Temple with Guy, uh, while Guy draws his fortune, and Kakashi reports back. Uh, see, Sarah told me that it's impossible to find uh, who the infiltrator is in the Uchiha district based on his cursory <laughs> examinations of the Uchiha's. Yes, you could call it that. Uh, Saratori reveals that the village can't spare any more manpower investigating this, and, su- and Kakashi suggests that the Uchiha's could increase their patrols, though he notes that the uh, Uchiha community seems downright inhospitable to uh, outsiders. Yeah, they, um,. They're not very welcoming. Right they now. don't want your kind around here. Whoa, 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 Kakashi. We don't like your kind around these parts, partner. You take your Chinese-coded friend and get. Go on, get. And word. <laughs> you get. You don't <laughs> That. Ninja, that is ninja. How it went down. Like, the N word's ninja. He, I mean, guy, he, he really got he really got ninja. Like, Kaji <laughs> went like, yeah, I'm not. Kaji could infiltrate and whatever, but he's like, nah, I'm not gonna do any of that. These Uchiha's, he just told me to leave, and I'll leave. Yeah, seems like Kakashi didn't want to do this mission. No, he was not enjoying it. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, the. Anyway, Saritori tells Kakashi that he's going to bring that up at the council meeting. And at the council meeting, Danzo and Saritori are arguing about what's to do with the Uchiha's while the elders sit on their hands and do nothing as fucking always. <laughs> we should just wait it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Career fucking politicians, these people. Yeah. 
The Uchiha's, who elects them? Who elects the elders? Did they just outlive everyone? Because uh, I'm pretty sure Geno is, was older than these two. <laughs> Good point. The oldest Genin? Fucking, uh, the oldest Genin is uh, Kosuke. Geno is the master trapsman. Oh, Geno the trapsman, that guy! Yeah, why isn't he one of the elders? Fuck these people. Fucking right. He's like, shouldn't he be considered older? Bro, the elders should be Kos. Was it the elders getting Kosuke? Yeah, Kosuke uh, should be one of, the, uh, one of the. God, he would be really good at it. That would fucking make perfect sense because he's he knows what it's like to be at the bottom. Yeah, he's a true who, servant. Who elects the fucking elders of the goddamn village? I feel like they're not elected. They just decide that they're the elders. The yeah. village? Yeah, basically. Who do they represent? Are they moneyed interest? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I think so. They just, like, represent the merchant family? Well, because, like, they show up to the meetings with the, um... Like, when the Hokages go to meet with the guy. The the, the Damio or whatever. Yeah. So... I mean, they're granted... I don't know who get maybe the daimyo gives them power like every village has elders that are granted power or something. Maybe, but like, yeah, I'm not sure about the hierarchy there. Um, well, I'm I'm literally looking at it up because like there's multiple times that the elders tell fucking Tsunade to do something and she tells them to fuck off. Eat, eat, eat my whole asshole. Yeah, I'm trying to see, like, so Homura and Koharu are the elders, along with, uh, Danzo and, uh, Saratobi, and they make the, el- the ruling council. Yes. So the Hokage is, has, the council is with the elders and the second in command, which is Danzo. Yeah. Oh, okay, this explains some shit. Okay, so Harumo is, uh, Homura is, Udon's grandfather from the Konohonoru squad. Okay. And Kahuru and Kaharu is a uh, grandmother to one of the, somebody. Okay. Somebody. Well, she's not Senju. How the fuck are you? Wait, how are you in this? Wait a second, motherfucker! How are you? Who are you related to? Yeah, who's... What nepotism got you here? Um, fucking... I I don't... Yeah, I don't know who she's related to. She just is a village elder? Yeah, she's just a village elder. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. Oh, um... No, no clue. Huh. Huh. Alright, I gotta do some more research on, like, who runs these fucking times. They're, they're appointed the through fucking Senju blood relations. Literally, it's, I think, blood relatives to, to the founders of the village. That's why they get appointed. That makes sense, but also I hate it. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. They don't do anything. They just don't do anything. No. It's a fucking political appointment. They sit on their hands. Fucking right. Waiting for death. I I think I think I think Kakashi 
eventually just like one of them dies and Kakashi just decides on a council all the heads of the clans, which makes a thousand times is more sense. True. Mm. That's a way better idea. Yeah, fuck the name. Fuck the Because it's not just sen- not just Senju like Senjus aren't the only people that live in this village. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like I then not everyone is related to the Senju clan. So like how like the Anurabis are not related, fucking the uh fucking Naros aren't related. Mm-hmm. Like fucking you know, Akamichis aren't related. Right. Dude, I'm really just, now I really now I'm gonna look up the genealogy of the fucking all the clans and make it and decide like I really would like to know what the history of all the clans are. God damn it. The problem with Naruto is all this fucking shit is so undercooked. <laughs> I want to know so much more about this shit. I mean, I'm glad they're giving us this information now, but like, yeah, I mean, they just came up with the, this fucking last part. Yeah, that's really what it is. Anyway, let's get back to the fucking show. Which, anyway, uh, it. Let's see, Danto and uh, Sabatori are in in passe. Uh, while the Chia meet in secret, Itachi looks on, keeping track of them, and later is contacted by Madara. Uh, Itachi requests his assistance as Danto and Saratori continue to remain uh, at a stalemate. Danto leaves to prepare the eventual civil war that's coming. Meanwhile, Itachi plans to move against the Uchiha's tonight, uh, with Obito agreeing to assist. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, Obito, with his cool hair and all, says, I'll help you, you just can't turn your showering on towards one of my plans. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Itachi agrees if, as long as Obito plans to spare Sasuke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obito then offers Sasuke, uh, Itachi a chance to join the Akatsuki after the slaughter, which Itachi agrees to. In the night in question, the mm-hmm. Abu prepared to move in on the Uchiha's. I think that was uh, Danzo's plan, actually. Like, he was gonna just round up the Uchiha's. Um, but, Itachi got there first. Yes, it is. With the, uh, help of Obito, they slaughter the Uchiha's. Village. Unfortunately, the Ambu arrived too late, say, and uh, the only person spared is Sasuke. Dante arrives, revealing that the Itachi is a corporate, and having created a cover story, Sarubatobi dismisses Danzo and relieves him of duty, placing him under house arrest. Yep. He, he basically. Uh, Danzo essentially takes put, the fall. Yeah, yeah, he takes his fall for this. Yeah. As Danzo leaves, Itachi in disguise warns Danzo that if he retaliates against Sasuke, Itachi will pass on intel to every enemy nation of the village. As the rest of the village deals with the fallout of Itachi's betrayal, Kakashi realizes that he may not know anything at all about Itachi. Uh, Kakashi walks the empty and abandoned district of the Uchiha and he begins to question his place in the world. Okay, so you know how this entire episode happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this next episode. This next part is the most important part of one of the most important part of the series, uh, and I don't think anybody ever talks about it. How so? What do you mean? 
Sarutori meets with Itachi and thanks him for his service in helping him prevent a civil war. Yes. By slaughtering the Uchiha's. Yep. It was him. It was it it's was Sarutobi. Fucking Toby. All along. The entire time. He's the one who he gave the as as Pedro Pascal once said, he gave the order. He gave the order to kill the the kill the I, I love this reveal. It's fucking. It's like peak Naruto shit. This type of reveal. Yeah. Just nobody ever talks about. This is literally one of the most important reveals of the yep. series. And I, I don't. I don't know why it's never mentioned as like one of the top ten moments of Naruto. But I, this like should have been earth shattering. Yeah, I think. Th- I, I kind of blame the way they did it too. I think there was a way they could have done it that would have made it even more uh, heightened the reveal of it a little bit more. But it was—I mean, it's a great reveal. Trust. It's very—it's incredibly subtle. I think that's what it is. It just kind of goes over people's heads where it's how subtle it is. Because Saratobi never never goes. I had thank you. Thank you for killing the Uchiha's because I told you to. No. No. It's, they can't speak of it outside of this one-on-one conversation they're having right now. Yeah, and, and Saratobi never said it outright. He never says it outright. But he goes, um, Thank you for your service. You prevented a civil war from here. Mm-hmm. Achi asked Saratobi to protect Sasuke while he's... Well, either way, and Saratobi later sees the council suggesting to create an open police force for the village with open recruitment. Uh, Saratobi reveals, uh, relieves Kakashi of his ambu duty and reassigns Kakashi as Jonin leader. Yep. Uh, so law cut to the end of Naruto part one. Yep. Fucking great. Yeah, this fucking fuck. This episode's great, man. It's good. It was really good. Fuck, this episode's great. It's funny, because, like, we already kind of knew about what happened in it. I mean, like, they kind of, they off-screen the massacre again, sort of, because, like, we kind of, we got it. We've seen it a, a bunch of times, right? We've seen it, like, a thousand times. Yeah, so, we don't focus on that. We focus on everything leading up to it and around it, and the cool and reveal after. And everything after. Oh, do you talk about that sick part where Itachi schooled Donzo? And he, like, yes. tricked him, and he, like, dressed up as an Anbu? And told Threat Donzo, he's like, if you ever, if any harm ever comes to Sasuke, I'm fucking your whole shit. I'm leaking information to other all the other nations about you. Yeah. <laughs> that ruled. That was great. Um, yeah, this is a cool episode. There's some cool intrigue. Um, I mean, yeah, the reveal that Saratoi came. It's, it's really, uh,. How'd you, what'd you feel about it, Benel? I think it, it just adds a new layer to, uh, to the history of Naruto. And it, it creates a great context for mm-hmm. what we win this. It makes Konoha seem much more interesting than you, than, than you would imagine on its surface. Mm, true. Yeah. It, like, oh, this place that's supposed to be the good guys is, the village of the good guy of like good people who do good things are just like no. There's a inner working and an inner politic uh, mm-hmm. that belies 
But here's the thing. One of the things I do, I do wonder is, it seems like the the generation that Naruto takes place in, that generation seems utterly ignorant of mm-hmm. the information of, of that of like the world they actually live in. They don't seem to understand, and they're able to change the world because they don't. They never. They don't really know their own history. Uh, yeah, they're doomed to repeat it. Um, until Naruto gets smarted up a little bit. <laughs> Naruto and even himself. Naruto does, and even Naruto doesn't really know the full story because I could he. He know he knows some of the story, but then he just and then he goes, "Well, I'm going to change it because I'm Naruto." Right. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. They, they, when this show is successful, it's successful. It's really good, but mm-hmm. it's really good. The problem is, is a mixed bag sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, a lot of times. For all the for all of these Kakashi arcs that are basically fillers, but are really good fillers, you get Fish Guy <laughs> or Mizuki's Tiger. I'll be the ultimate ninja. Yeah, yeah, you get that shit, which nobody wants. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. More of these episodes. More Kakashi episodes, man. Mm-hmm. I think we have one more. More Kakashi episodes. Before we flow Damn. back to reality. Damn. I mean, just the we'll way this path over. looks, I don't see us being able to cross it. Oh, the, the, good time, the good times are over, guys. Back to fucking... Back to our day jobs. <laughs> Uh, you say that, Bill. You say it. Patreon.com says talking underscore Naruto. Law of Vanguard. I'm on Instagram at Law of Vanguard. On Instagram. Uh, Podbean. Podbean.com slash Lost at Phoenix. You ain't got any other housekeeping, Bill? Okay. BlindLuchaPig.com for all you BlindLuchaPig merch. Keep an eye out. We're my, I'm getting a new shirt soon. Uh, Battle Club Pro. Uh, Battle Club X has premiered every every Thursday night at seven at seven uh, seven p.m. Eastern on YouTube. You may see your kid. You may see your favorite HAM uh, on one of these episodes. Keep an eye out for it. We got two episodes up with some amazing matches. Uh, you know, Anthony Gamble and Chris Kaluta, uh A Game, Joseph Alexander versus Jorge Santi, and uh, you know. So if you're a local New Yorker, East Coast wrestling fan, there's good wrestling on that show. May 20th, you may see the kid at a secret underground show. Uh, hit me up at the HAM underscore wrestler on Instagram for more details. And June 9th, uh, June 9th uh, special show will be announced for June for Pride Month. Keep an eye out for that. Be ear out for that. I'll let you know more details as they come through. But as always, support your local pig-based wrestler.